Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Adeyemo. We give you the glory and praise. We worship you, Lord. Thank you because the hour of destiny has come, the hour of change, and the hour of transformation. We're trusting you, Lord, that you will anoint your word and let it come like a guided missile into every area of our lives that need you most, that there will be a change and a transformation and a shift in the realm of a spirit to the glory of your name. Let every one of us listening to the sound of your voice today never go back remaining the same. Let our lives be lifted. Let our lives be blessed. Let our lives move forward. Let our lives achieve the purpose. Let, the, let our lives become what you have ordained and designed it to be. Let us move forward in the scheme of things in the name of Jesus. No more stagnancy, but the possibilities of God to keep on finding expression in our lives in the name of Jesus thank you father in the mighty name of Jesus we have prayed amen and amen want to thank you once again for bringing us to the comfort of your home thank you for allowing this gospel message to come to you we celebrate our people from all over the world listening to this broadcast People from western part of Africa, people from Europe, people from America, North America, South America. We, we celebrate people watching from Australia and in the northern part of Canada where we are here, in the west coast and the east coast, in the Alberta province and British Columbia, and also in the greater Toronto area and especially in the region of Niagara here. Uh, and in the city of St. Catharines. We all say a good God bless you and thank you once again for tuning in. We say this same God of possibility will make things possible for you in this month of possibilities in the name of Jesus. Receive the possibilities of God into your life. Receive the possibilities of God into your home. Receive the possibility of God into your family. Receive the possibilities of God into your marriage. Receive the possibilities of God into the life of your children. Receive the possibilities of God into the projects you are doing right now. Into your dreams, receive the possibilities of God. Into your visions, receive the possibilities of God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Luke 137, it says also in Matthew 19.26, it says also in Mark 9.23, that with God all things are possible. I prophesy over your life in this month of possibilities, things that have been marked out as impossible will become possible for you in the name of Jesus. I see God mark out for you all that has been called impossible in your life. I see God mark it out for possibilities for you in the name of Jesus. The God that turns things around will turn it around for you. He will turn it in your favor. When God wants to turn impossibilities to possibilities, he starts with something. I will show you from the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8. The Bible says it all fell on a day. In verse 11, it repeats. He said it fell. It fell on a day. It was the story of the Shunammite woman where she was going through certain things in her life. 
she has counted it as impossible for her to ever have a baby, to ever have a child. She has agreed. She went on with life that way. But it came in a day that she was remembered. It fell on a day that heaven said, this story of your life must change. I speak to somebody today that that thing that should be yours, that has been wrongfully taken, whether by the circumstances of life, whether by the situations of life or whether by your journey I speak over that circumstance and situation that has become impossible so to speak. I say with God all things are possible. I speak the word of prophecy over your life that it should change for your favor in the name of Jesus. I say it will change to your favor in the name of Jesus. I say it will change for your good in the name of Jesus. The Shunammite woman even when she was told that you are going to have a baby, by this time next year, those two hands that have never carried a baby from your womb uh, is going to carry something. There are people's dreams. It has remained in your womb. There are people's vision. It has remained in your womb. I say by the power and the authority of God in this month of possibilities, those dreams that have remained in your heart, those dreams that have remained in your bed, of destiny, those babies that have remained in your belly of destiny, by the power of God, they turn around and become possible. You carry with your hands in the name of Jesus. Amen. This woman of destiny was told that she was going to carry with her hands her baby. A dream she has forgotten. A dream she thought has gone chromatose. A dream she thought can never happen in her lifetime. God said, I am the God of possibilities. The man of God stood as a representative of God. He said, as the Lord God liveth. As the Lord God liveth. As the Lord God liveth. This time next year, that dream will come to pass. As a representative of the Almighty, this morning, I stand upon the call of God upon my life. I decree, I declare over your life that which has been marked as impossible, it becomes possible in this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus, with your two hands you will carry proofs, living proofs that you serve a living God. In the name of Jesus, that job is possible for you. That project is possible for you. That finance is possible for you. That scholarship is possible for you. What men have called impossible, that healing is possible for you. That deliverance is possible for you. What men have called impossible, what the nations have called impossible, what authorities have called impossible. I say for your case this month there is divine exception for you it becomes possible in the name of Jesus the Shunammite woman once again she carried her baby they said that you would not carry something but she carried her baby he said as the Lord liveth you will by this time next year you will carry 
Of course, she carried her baby. But not too long after that, the enemy came again. The enemy came again in one afternoon and killed the baby. Perhaps you are listening to me. God has done it before for you. God has made impossible possible. But that possible that God made it, the devil wants to take it away again. The devil wants to make it sour. The devil wants to give you sour grapes. But listen to me this morning. The God of possibilities, he does not sleep nor slumber. He watches over his word to perform it. The Shinomite woman said when they said, what is wrong? Is it well with you? Is it well with you? The Shinomite woman said, it shall be well. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. No matter what you are passing through, no matter what you are going through, no matter what the enemy is trying to take away from you, listen to me, it is well with you. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. I say, it is well with you. I say, it is well with you. What the enemy meant for evil will be turned around for good. Why? Because you serve a God of possibilities. Ah, there was no white woman told the man. He said, withhold not your hand. Do not slack your hand. Run as much as you can because my God of possibility is about to do something that men have called impossible. If you are that person this morning, shout yes! Possibility is coming for me. I say possibility is coming for me. Tap your children. Tap one or two people in your household. If there is nobody, tap the wall, tap the chairs, tap the atmosphere. That yeah, possibility is coming for me in the name of Jesus. Oh, the boy was dead. The boy was stone cold. He was stone cold dead. That dream had become dead. That dream had become chromatose. That dream has become oh, once again forgotten. But the woman said, it is well. Why is it well? Because you serve a God of possibilities. He said, slack not your hand. The man began to run. He ran, run, run. And when they got to the man of God, he said, the man of God saw, I said, oh, something has happened. And the Lord hid it away from me. It doesn't matter how many people it has been hidden away from. All you know is that the God you serve is a God of possibilities. Cut the long story short, the boy that was dead was brought back to life. Every dream in your life, every vision in your life, everything that you have been enjoying, that the enemy wants to take away, I speak by the power and the authority of God's voice this morning. The same God that said and sent me to you that this month is a month of possibilities for you. I speak over your life. I speak over your destiny. Receive the possibilities of God. Everything that has been dead, come alive in the name of, come alive in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. We give you the glory and praise. Lift up your hands to heaven and give him praise because with God all things are possible.
possible. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Come on, give him praise. Take a praise break and praise the Lord. It is possible for you. It is possible for me in the name of Jesus. Oh, let me give you a few seconds to prophesy over your life. The things that you want to happen. The things you want to happen. Come on, speak it forth. Speak it forth in the name of Jesus. Oh, Rabababababalusete. Oh, I see God come through for you. Hey, Marayababababalusotoroye. Rabababalusete. Oh, the Shunammite woman said, the grace of God that gave you this boy to me, that same grace will bring you back to life. Oh, speak to those things that you have enjoyed before and it has been taken. It will come back to life. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. Ha, ha, ha. It's coming back in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Our God is an awesome God. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Let's be seated this awesome morning. Oh, bring out your pen, your papers, and uh, your writing materials. And also your Bible, hallelujah, God's word to you. Mm. So we are continuing our series this morning. Whew, what a powerful time, glory. I feel the anointing in this place. Glory be to God. We are continuing our series, Engaging God's Favor, part three. Engaging God's Favor, part three. For those of us who have missed the part one and two, please feel free. It is free of charge. You are free to go on the church app. The church app is Royal House R.H. St. Catherine's. R.H. St. Catherine's or Royal House. Just type Royal House St. Catherine's. You will see our app, download it, and you have all these messages. And also on Spotify. You can go on Spotify and you see all these messages. So engaging God's presence, engaging God's favor, sorry, part three. In the part one of the series, we learned about seven ways by which we can lay demand on the favor of God. That many people have the favor of God in our new creation. The favor of God is within us. The Bible says all things are ours. First Corinthians 3, it says 13, that all things are ours in Christ. In Christ Jesus, favor has been given to us. It's part of the redemption package. It's within us. But we need to do certain things to activate the favor of God, to bring the favor of God into limelight and into reality, to make the favor of God work for us, like apple of gold in the picture of silver. The first thing we needed to do, according to that teaching, is to ask for God's favor. That's number one. Number two, we live a righteous life. We live a righteous life. Number three, we being expectant. We must be expectant. If we want the favor of God, expect the favor of God. When I was walking out of my home this morning, I expected God's favor. I expected things that I have not seen before to happen. Praise God. Number four, sow seeds of favor. Number five, confess favor regularly and constantly and consistently. Number six, acknowledge favor when it shows up. And number seven, cast not away your confidence. Oh, those seven things, powerful, powerful. Then we went on to the second part 
the second part of engaging God's favor, we learned about what favor can do for us. Number one, we learned that favor ushers God's blessings and success into our circumstances. That favor can usher in the blessing of God into our circumstances. The success of God into our circumstances. A circumstance like COVID-19, for example, that has brought unprecedented matters into our lives, things we did not think of or have handled before or, or th circumstances of life that we have not dealt with before. But we said, and that's why we are taking this series, that, and that's why I believe God is giving us this series, that we can engage God's favor in times like this. Oh, the enemy might have meant it for evil, but God will turn it for our good. But you need to engage God's favor because that's God's instrumentality given to us so that we can fulfill destiny. Hallelujah. So, secondly, we learned last week that favor changes insecurity into self-confidence. Self-confidence. And number three, favor transforms homes. It transforms marriages. It transforms husbands. It transforms children. God's favor can change your story. It's the instrumentality of God given to, to man to assist him fulfill his or her destiny. How, so how do I attract God's favor? That's what we are dealing with today. How do I attract this favor? I've learned how to, how to, how to activate the favor. I've learned how, uh, what favor can do, praise God. But right now, I want to deal with how do I attract God's favor. I want you to know that God's favor is not really attracted as the word attract means. It is released, hallelujah, because it's already on the inside of you. You must look at it from that perspective. But how can I attract the manifestation of that favor? Praise God, is what we are dealing with. So I'm going to be sharing two things categorically with you today. The first one is that two principles to apply to keep on attracting God's favor or the manifestation of God's favor in your life. The first one is to draw near to God. When you draw near to God, the scriptures have some things to say. One of the things that will happen for you is the favor of God. You draw near to God for favor. And the next thing is to confess favor. You see the word confession is always coming up. You will see the reason why this is so in a few minutes. So number one, draw near to God for favor. For the favor of God to manifest in your life constantly and consistently. You have a duty, you have a responsibility to draw near to God. What does it mean, pastor, to draw near to God? We want to do some exegesis and find out what it actually means. What activities do we engage ourselves in? If we are saying or claiming we are drawing near to God. Proverbs 11:27. please, on the media, you have to be fast and accurate and come with a lot of precision this morning. Proverbs 11:27. he that diligently seeketh good, procureth favor. He that diligently, diligently seeketh good. Once you are a pursuer of good, the Bible says you will keep on procuring favor. But he that seeketh mischief, it shall come to him. He that seeketh mischief, you just want some bad things to happen to people. The Bible says it will come to you. So you must continually see good. 
Praise God. We'll get there to break it down later. Hosea 5.4. Hosea 5.4. Hosea 5.4. Hosea 5.4. Hosea 5.4. Hosea 5.4 says, They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. For the spirit of wisdom is in the midst of them. And they have not known the Lord. They have not known the Lord. They have not known the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. They will not frame or they will not plan to do good. That's what this, the, the summary of the two scriptures I've read now. They will not plan to do good. Who are the day? These are covenant people. They will not plan to do good. They were geared to negativity, to do negative. They were geared to a self-life. If anything offended them, they were on the defensive. They will never claim or open up themselves for transparency to allow the word of God do justice to them. They carried their feelings on their shoulders. They were full of vengeance and hate. It's written all over their faces. Hosea 5.5 5 says, and the pride of Israel doth testify to his face. Therefore shall Israel be an Ephraim, fall in their iniquity. Judah also shall fall in unto them. These are covenant people. So you wonder why covenant people are not experiencing favor. You wonder why covenant people are not blasting in the favor of God. As God has instructed or as God has dictated for their lives. You wonder, why are these things not happening the way it ought to? Listen to it. This is the secret here. And I really want you to examine yourself today. You will see why you are not attracting favor, the manifestation of favor in your life as a child of God. They were so negative and evil that it showed up in their faces. They were hard and harsh. What did I call them? Hard and harsh. Some believers are like this. You should not be a hard person, a harsh person. You are not approachable. Nobody can find comfort in your, in your ambience or around about you. You are just harsh. There are seasons of your life that people cannot move near you. Have you met people like that on your journey? And they are believers. They are children of God. They've given their lives to Christ. But they are just harsh people. You cannot ask them for favor. You prefer to go and ask an unbeliever far from their tabernacle for favor rather than come near them. Some believers are like this. People who have embraced this character, ladies and gentlemen, people who have embraced this trait cannot attract the favor of God. They are brutish. They are hard. They are just harsh people. This spirit must be broken over your life in the name of Jesus. Some of you say, I'm not harsh, but I'm only harsh once in a while. It should not be found in you. Praise God. Diligently seek good from life. That is the position to attract favor. Cultivate the habit of seeking good. Expect good things to happen to you, to your neighbor, to your friends, to your enemies. Even wish them good. 
Let good only be your portion in the land of the living. Thought John 11 has something to say. Thought John 11, let's quickly go there. Thought John 11, cultivate being good. Expect good things to happen. He said, beloved, thought John 11, there's no chapter. It's just the verse. He said, verse 11, beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God. Do you want to be of God? What's the proof that we know you are of God? You are always doing good. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power that he went about doing good. If it is not good, ladies and gentlemen, it is not God. Good is what you should be seeking after. If you have not found any good lately, pursue it. Pursue good. Go and look for it and bring it to where you are. Do good. He said, he that doeth good is of God. Underline that word in your scripture. But he that doeth evil had not seen God. That is why you see people who keep on doing evil, left, right, and center, paint it any color you feel like, it is still evil. And the Bible says you have not seen God. That's why you do evil. Let evil be far from your tabernacle. Beloved, it's strange these days in the 21st century that believers will still be involved in doing evil. You can't. It's not our redemption package. It's not in our DNA. It's not in the culture of the family. This family is a family of good. We don't know how to do evil. We will know no evil. Amen. Even when people do evil to you, does that qualify you to be involved with evil? I know a lot of believers also do a tart for a tart, a tooth for a tooth, an eye for an eye. That is not scripture. That is not what the word of God teaches. The Bible says we overcome evil by doing good. Why don't you choose good? And you see why favor runs away. Favor is not manifesting to the degree it ought to because the people of God have not embraced good. Do good at all times. Live a life of good. Proverbs eleven twenty seven says, it teaches us to diligently seek and do good things. Diligently seek. Proverbs eleven twenty seven. 27. Diligently seek it and do it. Run after doing good. Wake up every day. Look for good to do to people. Look for good to manifest for people. Look for good to show to people. Don't be a broadcaster of negative news. You must put your heart into being good. You must be in intentional about doing good. You wake up in the morning, go and look for one good to do. Praise God. That's how you procure favor. To the individual who does what I'm talking about, favor will flow into you constantly and consistently. Seek good. Seek good at all times. He that diligently seeketh good receives favor. That's what the Bible says in Proverbs 11, 22, 27. You will keep on receiving favor. Just wake up in the morning, in the evening, 
Let me tell you one secret in my life. I've lived this for several years. Don't let 24 hours go without you doing good to somebody. Every day of your life, make up your mind. Show somebody favor. Do good to somebody. If no opportunity has come, pick up your phone and do good to somebody. Worst case scenario, send money to somebody. Praise God. Hallelujah. The flip side of this, watch, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't diligently seek, if you diligently seek mischief, that is, you diligently seek evil to happen to people around you, it will come constantly. If you seek evil, if you are a seeker of evil, you want evil to manifest, whether for somebody, whether your neighbor, whether, it will come for you too. It's a seed. Seed time and harvest time will never cease. Constantly thinking about problems creates more problems. Jesus is in you as a believer. The Bible says how God anointed him, that he went about doing good. Isn't that what he did? So if Jesus is in you, what do you think he wants to do? Good. To manifest. So let Jesus flow. From you to your world by doing good. And you have an obligation to draw good from all situations if Jesus is on the inside of you. The Bible says he went about doing good. So all things work together for good. For those who love God and are called according to his original intention. Always do good. Even when people mean evil against you, do good. I remember it was my first job in Canada about 20 years ago when I was working in an engineering firm and my immediate supervisor was always looking for things to fault me, was always looking for things to make me look bad. And I always paid him back with good. I will always take care of him, speak good of him. I remember the day I was called into the boardroom of that same engineering firm that, uh, that well, my supervisor was saying some, some certain things against me, blah, blah, blah. And as God will have it, I also, by God's grace, I was able to explain every lie, so to speak, that was brought on me, and my directors were shocked that how could the supervisor be painting this man evil? And right there in the, in the meeting, they knew that he was lying against me and all that. And again, rather than allow them to crucify him in my presence, I was the one who was even defending him. <clears throat> That maybe he made a mistake. Maybe he assumed this and so on and so forth. In fact, one of the directors could not hold it again. He said, what kind of a man are you? I couldn't tell him because I would have been quoting scriptures there. Amen. He said, what kind of a man are you? A man came here, reported you to destroy you. What of if we believed him? Outside in my spirit, you could not believe him. Why? Because the favor of God is upon me. You can't. The favor of God will always vindicate you. 
The favor of God will always make you shine, even in the midst of darkness. Why did that happen? I prepared for it by the grace of God. Every day I had spoken the favor of God on my life to work for me. Even where your name is being mentioned, that you are not given the opportunity to defend yourself, God will raise and help her because of the favor of God. The favor of God is sweet. It's good to practice. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew 6, 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Draw near to God always. Make him first. Make him priority in your life. Let it be the God factor. Don't think of yourself or defending yourself. Just do what God says you should do. Let your love and devotion be first to him. And above all else, let it only be the Lord. Protect the word of God. Do the word of God. Stand by the word of God. Say the word of God. Speak the word of God. Act the word of God. Live by the word of God. Develop your spirit for the love of God. Develop yourself to love what God says. And develop yourself also to love other people. The whole Ten Commandments says, six of it says we should love others. Four of it says love towards God. Everything is about God and others. Praise God. Live your life that way and you will see a major difference. Minister to the Lord by being kind. Both. By being kind. Both. Listen to me. It's two directions. It's two dimensional. You minister to the Lord by being kind. Both to the lovely, that is people who are exhibiting love back to you, and also to the unlovely. That is some people are just there. They will never love you no matter what you do. But keep on ministering love to them. Make it a mission and a goal to be loving and tender towards others with passion. It doesn't matter what people do to you, love them back. The Bible says we have overcome evil by doing good. Love people back. Don't let it ever occur in your heart that you want to do evil for somebody. Don't let that happen. Keep on loving. Take Jesus with you, even after church service. You know, after church, some people just greet. When they come to church, they greet Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, how are you doing? God bless you. Amen. And after church service, they're just leaving church. They say, Jesus, bye-bye. They don't take Jesus with them. They just go live their own life. Take Jesus with you. Are you listening to me? Take Jesus with you. Every service, take Jesus with you. When you leave service, take him to your workplace. Introduce him to your members. Introduce him to your, to your colleagues at work. Take him to your neighborhood. Introduce Jesus to everybody in your neighborhood. Take him when you are going for lunch to the restaurant. Take him everywhere you go. Glory be to God. Are you enjoying this today? Do you really want a life of favor? This is where it's, it, it draw near to God. Let God be so close to be so near. 1 John 4.20, it says, If a man say, I love God, and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he had seen, how can he love God, whom he had not seen? How can he love God? How can you claim you love God? The way the world will know that you are a lover of God is how you treat them. How do you treat those around you? 
How do you treat your colleague? How do you treat the sister you come to church with every time? How do you treat that brother you are in church with every time? How do you treat that family that you worship the same God together? Are you sure you love them the way God expects you to love? Live to be a blessing to others. If you do not love others, you really do not love God. That's what the scripture says. You can sing it that you love God, but it's in your action. It's in your action. Do you know what? In life, we all want to be judged by our intentions. Your intention will always be right. You know that? Many people want to judge. They want the world to judge them by, their, by the intention of their hearts. You will always be right when you want people to judge you by intention. But the world, it doesn't work that way. You are judged by your action, by what we see you do. That is what we know that you are. So no matter how much, if your action is wrong and your intention is right, you are still wrong. That is it. Praise God. It's explanation. You're explaining it away when you always want the world to see your heart or to judge by your intention of your heart. Praise God. The Holy Spirit particularly ministered this to me. Praise God. Amen. And God will bless you as you do that in the name of Jesus. Live to be a blessing to others. If you do not love others, you really do not love God. Treat others as if they were Jesus. You know, that's one of the secrets to how to begin to live. Treat everybody as if it's Jesus you are seeing. Amen? In the morning when you wake up, you meet new people for the first time, treat them the way you would treat Jesus. Be kind to them. Be loving to them. Show them mercy. Show them favor. That's how to live and enjoy living. Think of the kindness that you are going to give to somebody today. Don't let a day go by without giving somebody unusual kindness. While preparing for the foundation of a day's activity, show kindness. Put it there that I'm going to be kind. I'm going to smile. I'm going to greet everybody I see today. This is how to live a life of favor. Praise God. People will, I mean, God will motivate people to like you. Praise God. Expect things to happen today that had never happened before. That's how to live. This day living my home, I expected some things to do, And it will happen because I expect it. Oh, what of if it doesn't happen today? Tomorrow is there. I will expect it again. But one day it has to come. Praise God. And I see great things happen for you. I say I see great things happen for you. Live, live this life. Live by giving love. Live by giving a kind word. Live by giving favor to others. Confess this statement every morning. Write it down. Today, I will be a blessing to the Lord. Today, I will be a blessing to others. Today, I will be a blessing to the Lord. Today, I will be a blessing to others. Make sure you say that. When you want to be mad at somebody who just caught you in the traffic, remember you said you will be a blessing. 
You remember, you say you'll be a blessing. When you get to the place of work and that colleague annoys you and has been annoying you, you have been forgiven, you have been annoying, you say, enough, it's enough. Today you are not agreeing again. Remember, you have said you are going to be a blessing to others. But can't I bless him with my anger? No. Don't bless people with your anger. <laughs> Praise God. I'm sure there are other things you want people to bless you with, not with anger. Praise God. So by drawing near to God, this is the way you attract. This is the way you release favor. By drawing near to God. By drawing near to God. How do I draw near to God? That's what I've just explained to you. Choose to be good. If you notice that scripture and pay attention, how God anointed Jesus Christ, Acts 10.38, with the Holy Ghost and with power, that he went about doing good, healing the sick and all the oppressed. And the Bible says, lastly, that what? And God was with him. You see? He was doing something and God was with him. He was doing something, and God was what? With him. What was he doing? He went about doing good. And what happened? God was with him. So you draw near to God by doing good. You draw near to God by doing good. Can I get a good amen from you today? So make it a mantra. I'm going to change my schedule. I'm going to change my modulus of brandy. I've chosen to live a life of great favor. I've chosen to walk in favor constantly and consistently. Not once a while. Not at Christmas time when people are giving gifts. That's only when I want favor. Not during Easter when people are exchanging gifts. Not on my birthday. Not, not on those days. I want to live 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day in God's favor. And how do I do that? I just keep on doing good. I will not move from being good. When people annoy me, when people frustrate me, when people try to derail me from doing good, I refuse to do, to do evil because this is how I can procure God's favor by constantly doing good. And I walk in that confidence that there is the favor of God upon my life because I have chosen good. Ladies and gentlemen, choose to be good. No matter what happens, I know that sometimes we grow weary in well-doing, but the Bible says we shouldn't grow weary in it. Keep on doing good. There are times frustration will come, don't shift. There are times people will frustrate you, don't shift. Do you know some people are out there, they are so anointed to frustrate people. Praise God. They will, they will make you almost tick off every time. But it's okay. Let them do theirs. You do yours. Yours is to stay on the good lane. How many people agree with me? They will do good all the days of their life. Come on, shout a good amen there. Amen. Praise God. So number two. Number two. What do I do? To attract God's favor? To release God's favor on my life? Every day of my life? Number two, confess God's favor. You need to confess God's favor. Speak that favor. Call it forth. Call those things that be not as though they are. We have always been talking of confession in these three 
And, and this is the third series now. Confession has been showing up. That's telling you something about confession. Confession is so important that in the realm of the spirit is the connection between the spiritual realm and the physical realm. The Bible says how do we bring these things? How do we make the communication of our faith effectual? Philemon 6, he said by what? By acknowledging every good thing within us. How do you acknowledge? You confess what you have. That's acknowledgement. The Bible says in Revelations 12, 11, we have overcome him. That's the evil one. By the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. What, is it, what does it mean to testify? To say the same thing as. That is confession. To confess. So what Jesus has done and our confession brings the victory. Brings the victory at all times. So I'm going to quickly show you five areas of your life you should always constantly and consistently confess favor. Because I don't just want to leave you with confessing favor. I want to direct it. I want you to channel it towards certain areas of your life. Five areas. Number one, confess favor with your family. Confess favor with your family. Your family is the first point of contact with favor. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Number two, confess favor in new situations. When you get to a new situation, confess favor. You are serving in a church. You just became appointed an HOD of a department. Confess the favor of God. You have been promoted as a minister. Confess the favor of God. You've been given a new assignment to do in the body of Christ. Confess the favor of God. You need to confess the favor of God in new situations. You just got a new job. Don't, be, don't let the first thing be you are on Facebook. You are, you are taking photographs on Facebook. Confess the favor of God upon your life. You are in a new environment. You are in a new situation. Confess. The, you just moved to a new house. Confess the favor of God. Have favor with your neighborhood. Have favor with people around. Praise God. You must keep on having the favor of God upon your life. Praise God. Amen. In new situations, you are not a mother before you just became a mother. You are not a father before you just became a father. Confess the favor of God. You were single before. Now you are married. Confess the favor of God. Are you listening to me? New situations, favor. Number three, confess the favor of God in foreign countries or anywhere outside your base. You went on assignment. You went to a city you have never been before. You went to a country you have never been before. You are going to meet people you have never met before. Confess the favor of God in foreign land, in foreign countries, in foreign places. Confess the favor of God. A city you have never been to, a town you have never known, a plane you have never flown, a class you have never been. Confess the favor of God. Number four, confess favor at work. In your place of work, your business, your, confess the favor of God. You will meet new people today. New clients will come your way today. Confess the favor of God. And lastly, number five, confess favor with people who have disagreeable personalities. There are some people that their personality is just tough. 
Their personality is difficult. You say good man, they say, huh? What's good about the money? Have you met people like that? Even when the, the way they are looking and working in the morning, they don't want you to greet them. If you greet them, it's an offense. Disagreeable personalities. They don't have anything to say, but just to antagonize what you have said. Disagreeable personalities. Tough people, difficult people. Confess favor with them. Confess favor with them. You never know such a person can be your boss tomorrow. Such a person can be the person who is going to recommend you for promotion. Such a person is a person who has a key to your next assignment, key to your next level, key to your next recommendation, key even to the next relationship you need for your destiny. Confess favor with them. Nobody is indispensable. Praise God. So number one, confess favor with your family. With your family. Confess that favor with your children. Love your children. Confess that people will love them. That the favor of God is upon them. That people will help them. Scholarships they still have to take in life. is waiting for them. Confess that you love your children. And that your children love you. Confess that you love your spouse. And your past spouse loves you. You have favor before your spouse. Favor before even your husband. Favor before your wife. Refuse to accept negativity for your family. Anything negative, reject it. Let the favor of God continue to flow. How does it flow? By you confessing it constantly. Refuse anything that would discourage you and your family. Take charge by believing in favor and success for your family. And teach your children how to confess too. Teach your children how to not say a confederacy with them that say a confederacy. Do you know when your children hear what you say, the lingo of your house, it will reflect in their life. They will keep on saying it also. Praise God. They will keep on, teach them. Teach them to put the words of God in their mouth. Praise God. The Bible says in Psalm 5 verse 12, that will Lord will bless the righteous and with favor you will encompass him round about as a shield. Favor becomes a shield, a protection for your family. Praise God. Exodus 3, 21, the promise of God to the Israelites, say, I will give these people favor. I say it every time. Lord, you would give Dayuadeyemo and his entire family. I mentioned the name of my family. You will give us favor. He said, I will give you a favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Every Egyptian we see today, we have favor before them. The favor of God is upon us. Not everybody you meet on the street is a Christian. Not everybody you meet on the street has a covenant with Jehovah, but you have favor with them. That favor includes that I preach the gospel to you and you will listen. I have favor. Confess it all the time. Upon your family, they will have favor. Praise God. That when you go forth, the word of God says you will not go empty. Today, I will not go empty in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I said today, I will not go empty in the name of Jesus Christ. First Samuel 20, 21 and 26. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. And the child Samuel grew whole. And was, he was favored both with men and favored with God. 
That is what's going to happen. Praise God. Your own children, your own children, listen to me, your own children will have fever before men and before God. Two, sir, two. Two, twenty-one and twenty-six. First Samuel two. Twenty-one and twenty-six. First Samuel two, twenty-one and twenty-six. Praise God. You will have favor before men and before God. Say amen to that. So, your father, there will be favor. Your mother, there will be favor. Children, there will be favor. At work, favor. In the academics, favor. Scholarships, favor. In your health, in your wealth, favor. In your prosperity, in your posterity, in victory, in progress, you will have favor on every side. In the name of Jesus. So constantly speak favor. Let favor be the lingo of your family. Always have favor. Favor in every area. Let your children know it. They are going for exams. Let them confess the favor of God. They are going through, uh, they are going through one difficulty or the other. Let them confess the favor of God. Amen. Number two, which I call B, confess favor in new situations. When you get into a new situation, ladies and gentlemen, confess the favor of God. You move to a new city, confess the favor. In a new job, confess the favor. In a new house, confess the favor. A new church, confess the favor of God. A new position within church, confess the favor of God. Favor with people, favor with men, and favor with God. Agree with your spouse, especially. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to pay attention to those who are married. Always agree favor with your husband, with your wife. Always agree favor. Praise God. And it works. It works like liquid fire. It works every time. Agree with your spouse that God will give you favor with people. That God will give you favor. He will, he will show you love. He will show you love. And when people see you, they will see the love of God in you too. Amen. Before people. Praise God. Lives are changed when people begin to see the love of God radiating you. Praise God. That's what's called favor. Praise God. You will see the manifestation of God like never before. That's what happens when you confess favor. Ladies and gentlemen, the favor of God works. It's God's instrumentality. You need to bring it alive by speaking constantly concerning it. Amen. Praise God. A few years ago, I moved to a new neighborhood, and it has been wonderful. I didn't know. I've confessed favor. I've spoken favor over the neighborhood. I did not know. Uh, the first year I spent there, I didn't know the whole neighborhood had known me already. Why? The favor of God went ahead. So, oh, in fact, I had guests who came to visit me, and they were strolling around the neighborhood, and uh, they, were, they wanted to buy some peaches and whatever, and... And uh, the, 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 the guests, when they came back to the house, they said, Pastor, we didn't know you are so popular in this area. Everybody knows you here. They were saying you are from the pastor's house. You are from the pastor's house. So, these people saying it, I've never met them before. Why? That's favor. 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 I wanted to do some landscaping around my house the other day. They a neighbor went to bring what would have cost me lots of money. The neighbor came, plowed. My driveway now 
the neighbor. When there is snow, it used to cost me money to just clean my driveway. <laughs> the, my neighbor now brings the tractor and comes to clear my driveway. Praise God. Favor. Giving you favor before them. Praise God. He gave me opportunity to share the gospel with them. One of them, I've been bringing him to church. Why? Favor. 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 God will give you favor. Even your neighborhood. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Your new place of work, confess the favor. In new situations, your boss, receive favor from God for him. Amen. Superiors, they must love you. They must like you. Hallelujah. You will have favor at all times in the name of Jesus. But confess it. Any new situation, you are buying a new car, you need the favor of God. What of if that favor, <laughs> what of if it's time you are buying the new car, it's one that has a factory fault, you go and buy. Praise God. Or the one that will just come like a devourer and start making you spend unnecessary money. In your career, you need the favor of God. You have to work in the right place and in the right firm. As a student, you need the favor. Favor of God before your lecturers. Favor of God before your professors. When it's time to recommend for scholarship or employers are coming, you need the favor of God. Praise God. He said he will bless the righteous and with favor he will compass him round about as he should. Psalm 30 verse 7 says, By thy favor you have made my mountain to be strong. Job 10, 12 says, your visitation has preserved my spirit. Your visitation. I shared with you when God wants to turn impossibilities to possibilities. The first thing he does is he visits. And I see God visit you with favor. He visits you with favor. Unusual favor. Uncommon favor. Favor that has no bounds. Favor that has no limit. I see God make you cross over limitations. Every barrier broken. You will break the barrier of your lineage, of your lineage, of your lineage. In the name of Jesus. You will cross over by the power of God's spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. C, number three. Confess favor in foreign countries or any time you are away from your base. Everywhere you are away from what is called home. To you, confess the favor of God. Let the favor of God come to you. Because you will meet people you would have never met. You are going to come across opportunities you have never thought of. Crossing borders, plead the favor of God. Even at immigration centers, plead the favor of God. I remember a young Christian a long time ago, he was crossing borders. He carried the passport of a particular country. And he, was, he, was, he had not gotten to his destination. He was just changing flight in a particular country. And they told him that he was carrying a fake passport. And his passport wasn't fake. He got it genuinely. But at the time, really, the, the government of that country issued some fake passports unknowing to them. And he was caught in the web. And immediately, they rancored him, threw him inside the cell. They were going to deport him. Unfortunately, his papers were not complete in the country that he had just been locating to. And that was going to disturb his immigration process. It was going to nothing less than, a, than two years that he would have to stay. 
and they were already deporting him. They were already taking him back to the country of origin. And uh, something just happened. He remembered the favor of God. He just pleaded for God's favor. And he told the arresting officer, why don't they try and call? Canada was where he was coming to, but his papers were not complete in Canada. He said, why don't you try and call one more time? Then they called the chief security officer in Pearson Airport here, and one way or the other, because he has spoken the favor of God. That one just had favor. He said, bring him over. Don't worry. Bring him. We'll deal with it when we get here. And that's how they returned him. And that was how a journey of two years was averted, just the favor of God. I see God's favor come upon you. So when you are crossing borders, plead the favor of God. You never know. Ask for God's favor. Ask for God's favor upon your life. Are you listening to me today? Praise God. Not only in terms of negativity, there are good people you should meet. Pray, pray for favor. The person who is going to sit by you on the plane, ask for God's favor. Let it be somebody you are going to contribute to his life and destiny, and he also will be able to contribute to your life and destiny. In the name of Jesus. Favor will put people at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. In the name of Jesus. So when going to a foreign land, don't forget, plead the favor of God. When you are going there, whether it's on visitation, whether it's on holiday, whether it's on official assignment, whether it's ministry, confess the favor of God that you will meet with important and relevant people in your life. As a missionary, you need the favor of God. Taking the word of God, I mean, missionaries have taking Bibles to some countries where Bibles are being banned. But thank God these days, <laughs> iPad and all that, <laughs> glory be to God, you can't stop the word of God. Amen? Praise God. Visitor passing through. You need the favor of God. You're on holiday. There are holiday discounts. Praise God. You can have the favor of God. Holiday, favor, discount. Praise God. And God will keep on blessing you in Jesus' name. Lastly, uh, we want to talk about confessing D. Con confess at work the favor of God. At work also you should bring the favor of God. Often things become serious between colleagues sometimes in a company. You go forth with victory every time in the name of Jesus. God is changing everything around about you in the name of Jesus. You will come home rejoicing at all times. Why? God will give you favor. He will give you favor before you, that colleague that is difficult. He will give you favor. He will give you favor before your bosses. He will give you favor. Every project you are doing, it will be favored. It will take the company or the organization to the next level. God will give you unique insight because of favor. He will give you unique insight. It will make you see what your superiors are not seeing. And it will make you bring to the table things that will revolutionize the organization in the name of Jesus. Lastly, confess favor with people who have disagreeable personalities. E. Confess favor with people who have disagreeable personalities. People get up at times on the wrong side of the bed. Permit me to use that. Where you have business meetings and 
everything is edged upside down. You will confess that God will put right words in your mouth at all times. The Bible says in the book of Esther, chapter 2, verse 15, concerning Esther, that her greatest beauty came from her pleasant spirit, not on her outward appearance. I see because of these steps you are taking, your spirit becomes more pleasant everywhere you go. See yourself on favor with those round about you in the name of Jesus. Everywhere you turn, everywhere you go, people will just go out of their way to like you. People will go out of their way to assist you. They can't explain it. They don't know why. They don't know how. But there is something upon you that just keeps on drawing them to you. To assist you. To help you. To favor you. To go out of their way to make things to be well with you. In the name of Jesus. That will be your experience in the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, I know by the power of God's spirit today, your life will never be the same again. Today you have learned two things on how to attract or release the favor of God. Number one, by drawing near to God. How do you draw near to God? By being good. Draw near to God. And number two, by confessing God's favor. And we have explained five areas where we can go for God's favor in dealing with difficult people, in, with our family, with our places of work, when visiting new uh, countries or we are moving out of our own comfort zone and everywhere we go, we just experience the favor of God. And also, when we find ourselves in new situation, whether new house, new car, new job, new whatever, we should confess the favor of God. And God will keep on taking you higher. Next week, we are going to continue in this series of engaging God's favor. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.